Welcome to another episode of Superhero Discussions. My name is Travis Hines, Travis underscore 156 on Twitter. And today I'm going to talk about Young Justice, episodes 7 to 9 in the third season. They dropped on Friday. I just finished watching them about five minutes ago. So this is fresh. Uh, episode 7 was titled Evolution. Uh, we got Vandal Savage's backstory, a lot, a lot of it, which was pretty cool. I love how they tied it into what was happening in present day. Uh, we see the lady keep saying about Vandal Savage telling the uh, his most recent daughter about the uh, story. We don't know who this woman is at the start of the episode, uh, so, and she keeps telling the younger daughter to read the stories. It's kind of you can see that her mind is deteriorating a bit, but still, uh, it was cool to see Vandal Savage. We we got the same story we mostly got before of him finding the meteorite. Uh, but I still like that. I love how they showed him throughout time. I thought that was wicked. The way he was getting his kind, the way that Darkseid showed up at uh, already once and formed a partnership with Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage was the first meta human and he had offspring that had the meta gene and I guess it sprung off there for so on and so forth. Uh, that was pretty cool to see. Um we find out that uh, Luther is working with Vandal Savage and they're talking about how Luther is using his job as the Union Security General to put sanctions on the Justice League. But they are uh, they also mentioned Batman's core group, but like off the books group. But I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, I love the training scene with the new members. I thought that was great. Shows how Dick is quite the leader and really good at training people. Uh, loved how adaptable they were. I just love Forager. He's really growing on me. Uh, I think he's a great little character there. Uh, the, when he's, when Dick's talking about metahumans balancing and coexisting with humans, uh, it's very similar to X-Men to me with the mutants and humans. Uh, they're using the exact same storyline here, which I think is pretty good, especially why Young Justice is on a streaming platform, so it doesn't have to bpg at all about this it can go all in which i love uh we also find out we like i said vandal savage's partnership with dark side goes back a long time and he fought sterile before or the sterile styles that control people and defeated him once before and he's fighting him again at present time and he has control of the war wheel we see and he's putting him on one front, but they're trying to use the other front. So he goes to Darkseid and asks his Darkseid for help. His war wheel can't be in two places at once. So Darkseid helps, and, and you can tell, like, Vandal Savage... You can tell how big Darkseid is, because Vandal Savage, who any other time seems like a tough... Like, the toughest customer going, is all like, Oh, we're, I'm graced with your presence and knowledge, Darkseid. And he's all submissive to Darkseid, which is it's kind of cool to see. It, it just gives Darkseid even more power to me. So that's cool. Darkseid uh, gets Kalibok to, I guess, get a metahuman to explode, uh, go atomic, go nuclear, and destroys the whole thing. And then Darkseid gets sent to fight the main Starro and kills him with his bare hands just to add measures to how, much, how badass he is. So yeah, he, he destroys him and he goes back and then we get a scene that just, just so shows how like cold he is. Uh, in the battle, the first battle with the Staros, his son dies and they don't spend any time grieving him and his daughter helps him destroy 
destroy them, uh, destroy the remaining Star Owls and defeat them. And that's the that's the woman who keeps telling uh, his youngest daughter at the time uh, to read the stories. And she's her mind's deteriorated. She's really old, and I guess she doesn't have his power. So or maybe not to the extent that he does. So he just hugs her, tells her that he can't have anyone known stories, she can't write down anything, and he breaks her neck. Which is crazy. I'm just like, Whoa, there's no that's like a like and he reveals then that he's that's her daughter. That's his daughter and they're sisters. I think she already knew that, but we didn't as the audience. So I thought that was a great little reveal. Uh we have black lightning falling for the do- falling for the doctor, which uh, we all seen coming from the most recent episodes. Thought that was kind of cool, uh, and the code name scene was perfect. Hot lava. Not calling you that. Thought that was great. You get the names of the team. Halo already had hers. Forger. It's just Forger, and if it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> so yeah, thought that was a great little episode. Uh, just loving Dick and his new group and. Can't wait! I was excited to see more of them, which we get in, I think, the ninth episode. So yeah, the next episode is Try Piked, Try Piked. I'm gonna go with Try Piked, Piked. Uh, Miss Livewire, Shade, and Chishir steal something uh, that was part of the Reach uh, before a metahuman failsafe. That's what it was called, and. Dick and his group try to stop them, but they get away with some. Uh, Forager and Halo again shine to me here, and I'm really enjoying them. And Geoforce, the whole the new additions and Nightwing training them, is, and that is great. And then we get what I've been most curious about, which is Batman's team and Red Robin Tim, uh, and his team of the three ladies. Uh, it, they have a great action scene versus Clayface, which is great. They're they're staking out Mad Hatter for a while. He's on release. They find out that Clayface is just pretending to be Mad Hatter, and uh, Mad Hatter is actually experimenting with nanotech to control people, control metahumans that they break out of jail for this group for Simon Stagg. So that's what Robin's investigating. We get a great fight scene after that too in Mad Hatter's. Uh, like Mad Hatter's, I guess, lair or where he's doing experiments. So they're fighting there. It's a it's a pretty great fight scene. Robin ends up getting the, the information they need to free the metahumans, uh, free the metahumans that are under their control. Get enough information to frame Simon Stag, and then we get what I argue is the best scene of this episode, which is the meeting of all the teams in the Justice League, in the Justice League, in the Batcave. <laughs> we got representatives of the Justice League of Nightwing's team and of Batman's team and uh, Wonder Woman's objecting to the secrecy which I think is pretty cool and uh, is saying like are you all comfortable with lying and that and she's like she's not comfortable with Superman not knowing Batman's like do you think he's gonna lie no Superman don't lie which I thought was really funny uh but we do have the Justice League involved as well, like I said, with Wonder Woman there and Aqualad there. We have Dick Grayson there with his group, well, re- representing his group. And it's just a full-on, and McGann representing the other group. It's just full-on agreement. The Wonder Woman said there's six teams there that 
that they're all trying to coordinate in secrecy and she doesn't like it. But with the sanctions that Lex Luthor's putting on them with the UN and we know that he's working with the light, this is a necessary evil, like Batman says, we're using the light's own game. Well, you can't fight them if you, you're not allowed to go anywhere. Like, I 100% agreement with Batman. I know Wonder Woman's saying like, you can't fight in the darkness, but they're being forced that way. Until they, they, they can expose Lex Luthor, they have to do this. So I like this. Maybe they could keep more leaguers in agreement, but I guess they're afraid that it might get out. So that was how they concluded the episode with them in this meeting, and I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. So we get to the ninth episode, which is titled Home Fires. And Queen B, we find it right away. Queen B is working with Vandal Savage as well, and Lobo accepts a contract offer to kill Forager, uh, done by the light, just to see if Dick Grayson has this new team. Because they're worried, at least this is something I must say that I do enjoy from Vandal Savage. They were very dismissive of the Young Justice team at first, back in the first season and even somewhat in the second season, but mostly in the first season. They now know that any group of heroes can cause them trouble, and I love them pointing that out at the end of this episode. So Lobo accepts a contract to kill Forager and sits off for Earth, and we get Granny Goodness on the TV. We know she's Darkseid's... Uh, she runs Darkseid's team that uh, Big Barda escapes from. So uh, we know that Darkseid's going to use the VR devices to control the people, the humans of Earth. We know that. Uh, I... I, I don't know anyone who wouldn't assume that as part of his plan. And we have somebody stacking out the families of these heroes as they go to a birthday party. And he's very menacing and very, like, shady. So, Lobo, uh, Geoforce, Halo, and Forger are attacked by surprise by Nightwing. And Halo and Forger adapt pretty well. And are pretty good, but Geoforce is taken right back and fails miserably. And he's in the middle of saying, we don't, uh, like, they don't, this doesn't offer any kind of thing for training, this out-of-nowhere attack. And then Lobo comes out of nowhere and attacks, which is really poetic justice. And they're all fighting no at Lobo, which is a great scene. Lobo kills Halo, and Halo comes back to life. When Halo finally dies, I'm not going to believe it. So, I don't know. I feel like they might have to chop off her head for her to die. I don't even know if she would die then. I don't know. I'm not sure. If she does die in this season, by the end, I don't I don't know if I'm going to really know she's dead until, like, good solid five to ten minutes after it happens. Just to make sure she doesn't come back. Because she comes back here, and I love how she's even getting more powers. We see that she's able to project multiple forms of herself, and she does this with Forager as well. And there's a great, like, great fights with him and Superboy, him and Black Lightning, him and Geoforce. It's all, it's all pretty great. But then Forager, the ever sneaky Forager, uh, sheds his skin and rolls it out there, and Lobo destroys it and then leaves thinking that he already has destroyed uh, Forager and accepted the contract. So that's fun. Danny Forager comes out looking really weird and gooey. And Geoforce is so excited, he doesn't even care. He hugs him. And I thought that was really great. We get, uh, we get, a, we get conclusion on the storyline. Well, that's the storyline. The, the story of the guy stacking... Uh, the guy stacking the heroes and their family 
the heroes' families and significant others and kids. Uh, we find out that it's Orm, and he's been away for six years in jail. We still, to this point, haven't seen Arthur, so I, I don't know. I want to know what happened there. Maybe Orm has already got his permit, and he's holding, wielding the trident. So, who knows? And Orm is about to go out and unleash a blast to kill all their significant others. Basically, kind of like on the lines of injustice. Like, give them a great tragedy like that. Superman would have lost Lois and his kid. So, yeah. I don't know <laughs> how that would have went over. I love how Lady Sheba's there talking, trying to recruit him for the light first. And he's like, I want to do this. I have revenge. And she's like, the light has considered this option, but they can have you considered the fallback, uh, the blowback, the amount of damage. Like, this is their nuclear final option. That's what they say. So look for this maybe to come out at the end of the, end of the season that they try to do this. And Orm's still not going to listen. He's going to do it regardless. So she cuts up his head. Orm is dead. The trident, I guess, is under the re the light's control. And we get the light coming out. And we see all the members of the light at the end of the episode. Uh, we see Queen Bee, Vandal Savage, Luther, Deathstroke, Granny Goodness, and a few others. And she says that there's a plan already in motion to take that Nightwing and his team. So that's not looking too good. And that's what we get at the end of the episode. So, yeah, I gotta say, I love these three episodes. And I can't wait for next week. I think it's after the next week. It's on break for a while. So I wonder if they'll leave us on a cliffhanger or not. Uh, if you guys have any thoughts, uh, please drop me a line on Twitter. I'd love to hear what you thought of these episodes. I thought they were fantastic. Can't wait for next week. Well, this week, man. Cheers. <laughs>